On today's episode of Marathon to March, David Campbell and I break down the number 63 team in the country, the Cincinnati Bearcats. We have everything you need to know about West Miller's second season at Cincinnati. Hope you guys enjoy the show and thanks for tuning in. David and I will not be singing any Bengals songs today, and we <laughs> won't be arguing about the group of five teams being in the playoff. No. But we are here to talk about the number 63 team in the country next season, and that's the Cincinnati Bearcats. It's true. Cincinnati, David, yeah. The first thing we always do when we talk when we talk about a team is we mention their coach, and the coach for the Cincinnati Bearcats is Wes Miller. Yep. Um, former at UNC Greensboro did a tremendous job there. And yeah, totally. The one thing I'll say about Wes Miller, and and that is when UNC is UNC's coach is Hubert Davis. And <laughs> that's true. I, I, they he, UNC made the right hire. But I think that there are a lot of people out there that will tell you that if you that UNC that Wes Miller could could even be better than Hubert Davis is. A lot a lot of people were campaigning for Wes Miller to get the UNC job when it, it was available. Where do you have on your rankings, Lids? Wes Miller? Yeah. Ooh. Let me see. I definitely have I have him at four yeah, him. at 40 exactly. I think Wes did a really good job last year, considering that Cincinnati was left in just shambles when he got there and this season, it looks like they could have a competitive ball club. They could. And that starts with getting their players to buy into West Miller's system defensively. We know West Miller's a defensive first coach. And if he gets those players to buy in, I think they might have the talent offensively. Mm -hmm. I don't disagree. Go ahead. I was going to say this, this is his team, you know, Another one of those teams where kind of 2020 was their year, you know. Mm-hmm. They won the the American. They were going to go to the tournament, and, and you know who knew what was going to happen. But Coach John Brandon obviously had some issues, allegations wise. We're not going to really talk about that. But this is a program who lost a borderline top ten, maybe a top ten coach in the country, and Mick Cronin, you know, back in 2019. And yeah, I think West Miller definitely has this team. Back on the the path of success. 2018, if you don't remember, Cincinnati was they could taste the Sweet 16. Yep. They were the second weekend was on their fingertips, and then they blew a 25 point lead in the second half to Nevada yep. and lose the game with 10 seconds to go. The next year they lose their first round game to Iowa. Yep. And then Nick Cronin heads to UCLA. And all of a sudden they got to rebuild. They hired the wrong coach. Yep. Programs programs on the on the down. West Miller's job to fix it. And I think he's he's got him back on the right path. Yeah. There's I a handful agree. of really good players on this roster that can totally make a run, uh, you know, as a third or maybe even second place team in the American. I don't think it's crazy to say. Obviously, the conference is Houston's without a doubt, but there's a handful of other solid teams in this conference. I think Cincinnati is just among the top of the of the second tier. Cincinnati 
their their leading scorer, or I should say leading scorers, because it could be one of two guys. David DeJulius comes back yep. for his fifth year, super senior year. Really like 15th year, but yeah. And like, like the one thing about the Cincinnati team, they're not overly big. They're nope. not like ridiculously eye-popping names, but they have high major players. And David DeJulius is one of those high major players. So it was projected to average 15 points a game. He averaged around 14 last year. And they bring him back and pair him with Landers Nally, who love me some Landers Nally. I think is a very talented player. Very interesting kid, I will say. He started at Virginia Tech, has kind of bounced around, was at Memphis last year with Penny Hardaway. And like the the the, the change in coaching structure for him is super interesting. And I'm not gonna just go off and discredit Penny right away because maybe like maybe Penny's like free flowing system is better for some kids. Yeah. It's interest it'll be interesting to see what Landers Nolly can do as a scorer in a more structured structured team. Yeah, I don't disagree. You know Landers is a guy who definitely has the talent. I don't think anyone would disagree with this because obviously highly recruited kid. Yeah, he was a top 100 kid. Showed a lot of flashes. Um, if Wes can get him right, man, he could be an all-conference player in, in the American. I don't disagree. He could be this team's best player. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, Julius, it's been his squad for a while, but Landers Nolly could come in and make an immediate impact and be an all um, – this sounds weird saying all-American conference player or an American conference all-first-teamer, all something like that. Whatever you, want to, whatever you want to phrase it, I think this guy's going to put up big numbers. And I'm really looking forward to watching him try and lead the Cincinnati team back to the tournament. Yeah, his offensive rating last year wasn't overly impressive, 101.3. But he did average nearly double figures, 9.8 points per game. And the offense was not played through him by any means. More more likely he'll get he'll get more looks mm-hmm. this year. Um, the offense last year, Memphis obviously going through Jalen Duran and DeAndre Williams, yeah. Nally being kind of a second-tier scorer for them. Him and DeJulius are the two focal guys this this year on offense for Wes Miller. And yeah. they're probably going to be relied on a lot defensively, too. Totally. I mean, that's what it's going to start with the Cincinnati team. The Americans are a heavy defensive conference. Um, there cannot be a weak link on this team if, if they want to be successful. Mm-hmm. You obviously have – I mean, Houston, again, bring them up. They're, they're the prototypical – Defense first, has other guys who can score, super athletic. I think that's what Wes Miller wants to build. It obviously takes time. It doesn't change in a year, especially in a group of five or mid-major school. But I think Cincinnati, like I said, they're, they're, they're coming. They're coming. One of the more the, – honestly, the most polarizing player on the Cincinnati team is probably going to be a guy that comes off the bench, and, and that's Rob Fantasy, who yep. – like. We just don't like we don't like I it's so hard to project what Rob Fennessy is gonna give the Cincinnati team because he's a really inconsistent shooter. Like it, Indiana was never a good fit. He he yeah. never like had any sort of freedom there. And then but like everyone knows him because he had the 19 point game against Purdue and hit yep. the the huge shot in Assembly Hall to be to be to beat Purdue. Yeah. And so like he's I he's He's 6'1". You can't play him and DeJulius together. So, I think Finnessy comes off the bench, but, like, 
just like want to see what the guy can do if he's like allowed to take more shots. Like he always had such a short leash in Indiana. And I think it's probably the biggest like what if for this Cincinnati team. Yeah. Can he become just like an amazing backup guard on a competitive team? Or will he become Chris Likes? I mean, it's kind of what we're doing here. You know, I could see that's his floor. I remember like watching a million Rob Finnessy games. He'd hit a three and they're like, oh, if they get him going, he, and I'm like, and I'm like, he's not going to get going. He's no. just that not who that is, you know? Yeah. No, the, the, the thing with, um, the thing with Archie Miller is his lease was always so short, like one with missed shot. He's out of the game. It, like, he just never had a chance. And, like, I'm not saying he deserved the chance or anything like that, but it, that, I think that's why it's so hard to project with him. Yeah. Like, since, since – and Cincinnati, like, they have Rayvon Griffith in in the waiting in the, in the 2023 class. So, but we'll see just how, how these guards kind of work this year, what Griffith's mm-hmm. going to be in because he's a talented, talented kid that's coming in. Yeah. Front court, not – much. Ton of questions. Ton of questions. Yeah, not much. A lot of a lot of role players here. Kalu as as PK, excuse me, as EPK and Odi Uguama are probably going to be the two that get the minutes at center for them at the five. Like yeah. Wes is just going to want these guys to defend and, and rebound. That that's all he's going to ask of them. Their their scoring is going to come all from guards and wings. Yeah. And I'm so. I'm curious to see if we 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 at all see this seven one freshman from Hawaii, Sage Tolentino. Dude, get him a chance to play. Mm-hmm. Any any rating on the kid? Isn't that a question? Let's click on him. He's from Kanae Ohe. Um, he was a third rated player in Hawaii, ranked oh, one forty four in Rivals, top one fifty. He played for JaVale McGee's all-star team in Michigan on the AAU circuit. Um, he was also in the show choir and two school plays, acting and singing in fifth grade. <laughs> the number 242 ranked player on no, what? On 247. Um oh, this guy's 242. He was 144 on rivals. Yeah, that's interesting. I like I like wonder if like he'll get minutes. Like I'm guessing not. I'm guessing he's a long-term project for him. Yeah, that, like, May play towards like the end of his sophomore junior year, like yeah, most likely. But what a like, switch from Hawaii to Cincinnati! Like, the thing is, with freshmen for Cincinnati, like Daniel Skellings and Josh Reed are both wings that like they could see minutes. Like they're they're the 107th and 146th best prospects in the country. But you know what? Like they're playing in the American. Like yeah. there's gonna be. A lot of chances, I think, to get get them minutes. Um, yeah, and when Cincinnati's up in games, just need, need to get Nalia breather and need to get uh, Jeremiah Davenport, who's another really good scorer for this team, a breather. Like, I, I think I always wonder about playing fr- freshmen in like mid major conferences, especially like highly ranked ones. I'm one like the BYU isn't in selection summer but i'm like i want i'm wondering the same thing about how they're going to use colin chandler so BYU's another interesting team they missed for me but not by mm-hmm. much i know this is my byu at all but they're so mark pope man you did you, you can never stop me from talking about mark pope 
Should have been the I, Gophers. I, th- I think. I'm kidding. I love Ben Johnson. I, I think by the way, the, the way we talk about Mark Pope could be like the way we talk about Les Miller by the end of the year. Yeah, I like that a lot. The Gophers got a four-star kid today. Has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Just wanted to say it. Anyway, Cincinnati's a good team. Yeah, let's go into their <laughs> schedule now. Um, they're gonna play in a tournament in Hawaii. Oh, Tolentino, the return. The home crowd. Home crowd. He's gotta play that. Sage. All right. Um, but we know we we know, we know what the key game for them is. It's Xavier. Yep. Xavier's gonna come to Cincinnati, the, the crosstown shootout, it, it's called. David is mouthing the Gus Johnson Xavier or the Gus Johnson. No, it's uh it's Brian Anderson. Brian Anderson. And, um Xavier. They upset Arizona. That's right. Yep. Uh yeah, Xavier's the game for them. Like, yeah. Wouldn't it be great? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm envisioning like Rob Fennessy like up, upsetting Xavier at, at Cincinnati. To be honest, I'm not doing that. I don't see that coming. But you know, I'm, I'm, I'm envisioning a scenario where Rob Fennessy is like the most overrated player in college basketball because of that, because that happened. Uh, maybe, dude. He's, uh this, this is their game. I mean, you're right. Um, yeah. this is, this is the one. I just unfortunately it, it doesn't look like December, oh, go ahead. it doesn't look like their schedule's close to set. The American hasn't come out with their opponents yet. So we don't have that. But they do play they do play Bryant, which which could be an interesting That's one. a fun game. Yeah. Also, Mizzou's got December 10th circled in red. Cincinnati has Xavier circled in red. Yeah. All right. Real quick, best case and worst case scenario. This best case is a tournament team. I mean, that's that is that is the best case scenario for them. Is that the Julius and Nolly mesh well and become all conference players um, this season and their front court kind of plays sort of like an Iowa state's where they don't score a ton. Like, you know, Travis and Aruna or Robert Jones did for Iowa state, but they pass well, they defend well, they rebound. Well, they do yeah. everything else, but score. And this team finds a way to get an at large bid or upsets Houston in the American tournament. Best case scenario for me. The Julius, Nolly, and Jeremiah Davenport all average 15 around that. Fantasy gives you a little off the bench. You get a you get close, you get double figures out of Mika Woods Adams. The front court, like you said, plays their role. The guys buy into West Miller's defensive scheme. This team was they, a national championship. They no. fin- <laughs> they finished top 25 defensively in the country. Yep. They finish around 195 offensively maybe a little higher maybe maybe a little higher higher. that's that's a little low but but um yeah top 25 defensively top 90 85 offensively and they're a seven seed i i think that's the the and like they're better than memphis and tulane yeah and and they finished second in the league that's the best case scenario for me they're better than wichita state like (laughs) I don't know if that was ever in doubt, but, you know. <laughs> Just had to make sure of that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Worst Tyson case Etienne still there? Huh? Is Tyson Etienne still at Wichita State? There's no way he can be. That guy's like jacks, dude. That guy jacks. <laughs> that dude shoots every time down the yeah, floor. Yeah, he does. He's, he's, he's the, the mid-major buddy Behan. He's like the college basketball. Yeah, no, that's actually fair, but he's like has the ball in his hands always, and he'll, it, sometimes it actually goes in. So, uh, worst case scenario, 
worst case scenario is that fantasy uh, and, and others just give no bench presence to Julius is forced to play 35, 36 minutes a game. Mm-hmm. Um, Nolly doesn't play well. I don't know what else to say other than, other than we that. We find out Landers Nolly thrives in a yeah, in, in a free flowing system, and this team is five hundred. Yeah, and misses the tournament entirely. And the NIT. Yeah, I mean, I like on the hot seat for year three. Like, no, but I, I don't see how they like they were a hundred and second last year in Ken Bomb. I don't see, or a hundred first. I think they finished the year one spot ahead of St. Peter's. Hmm. I, I don't see a scenario where they're not at least like around eighty five ninety. They don't. Move they had up. that. Really fun game early last year. Oh, who was that against? Well, they beat Illinois by 20, Arkansas. Yeah. In KC. Yeah, that's right. They oh, played they that played awesome game in Arkansas. Kind of like, like during conference play, they kind of just like faltered, which like I, I think yeah. if they can kind of like carry that momentum, maybe like play Xavier close, like in a like it's an emotional game and kind of like Carry playing well into conference, like oh yeah, that's dude. that's, that's Talk about falling play. off in conference. They lost the last five games in a row. Mm-hmm. Temple, UCF, South Florida, Houston, and SMU. Yeah, I, I don't envision games. that happening yeah. again. They lost Houston three times last year. With that, that I do envision happening again. Yeah, no, like if if they get one against Houston, like it's a huge it, W. They'll be lucky. Like oh, like that could that could be a game where like. Houston, like if Houston goes to like goes off to Cincinnati and just like can't buy a shot, and like yeah. after the game, everyone is like, "Oh, Wes Miller, like actual like good coach." We we know it now. Like, yeah, we, we finally we finally realized we've, we've seen Westler it. Out coaches Kelvin Sampson and yeah, like well, Wes Miller is one of these guys that like we know he can coach, like we just haven't seen it yet. Yep. So I, I don't disagree. Right. Um, one second, I'm pulling up tomorrow's team. <laughs> Forgot about who the team was tomorrow. Well, all right, that is going to wrap up the number 63 team in the country, the Cincinnati Bearcats. Tomorrow, we move a little to the west, but not by, but not by much. Oh, just, a li- just a little to the west. This team, another small, not a, actually smaller school than Cincinnati, but they play, in a, they play in a bigger conference. So that's what I'll give for tomorrow. Make sure you tune in. This has been Marathon to March. Thanks for tuning in to Selection Summer.